How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secret. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. Calgon's two water softeners soften wash water so detergents clean better. In hardest water, Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. We need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Calgon How many fucking detergent. times have I done this, Jordan? <laughs> uh, this world has become so corrupt. As I'm sitting there with a severed head in my hand, talking to it, or looking at it, and I'm about to go crazy, literally. I'm about to go completely flywheel loose and just fall apart. Let's let's not get let's not get into blood and guts because because that's what you're trying to get into. Come on, fumble butt. Bam, motherfucker! It'll be a miracle if this tape ever is permitted to become knowledge that could spread across the world to even give individuals a chance to know what we have to say. Oh, I suppose you're going to want to sit up all night and talk now. They dipping the hot dogs in the beer. Secret Asian technique. Secret <laughs> Asian man. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> so my brother had four dogs and two beers down oh. before the first was over. Is it is it condiments too, or is it just... It's whatever you want to do. Okay. So to explain to everybody that is the nine beers, nine hot dogs, and nine innings of the World Series Challenge. Who's ahead of Or that? any baseball games. Uh, uh, Red Sox 2-1. Two, two, okay, so Dodgers won last night. Mm -hmm. Okay, today After was... 18 innings. Yeah, it was, was like that a last seven night or was that game? today? That, that was, was last night. And this morning, I guess. And yeah. this Technically. morning. Uh, I don't know. Did it end before they said midnight? It, they said it was the longest World Series no, game No, it didn't because it started at 7 o'clock their time and it was a seven-hour game. So that means it ended at 2 in the morning their time. Fuck. Because I went to the gym, I think, like, 9-ish last night because I was watching the Gophers while I was playing, and that was on. And they were in, like, the sixth inning. Yeah. So, holy shit. No, it went for fucking ever. When I when I kept hearing people talk about it on the radio, like, yeah, I watched the game, I did some chores, came back, watched the game more, I took a three-hour nap, woke up, and finished the game. Yeah. It's like, it, yep. Jesus Christ. It was the longest World Series game ever. How many innings? 18. It reminded me of the Yikes. Quidditch World Cup when that one game went for, like, uh, 18 <laughs> days. Is oh, that a real thing? If you'll all remember that. Oh, from, my brother almost has his beers finished. From Quidditch history. <laughs> so it Don't... is currently my brother, five hot dogs, eight beers, oh. and my friend, five hot dogs, five beers at the end of the sixth. What a beast. What a oh. couple of beasts. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. I, maybe they're doing those Hebrew nationals. Those are small hot dogs. No. no those, they're, are just, those are regulation size. They're just beef. They're like standard Oscar Meyers that they steamed or boiled or whatever they do at the ballpark. You guys ever... They're not grilled or anything. You guys ever microwave hot dogs? Absolutely. And they explode? Yeah, that's the best part. Ugh, you get that little split sick. open part that holds on to your mustard. So, I, had... I used to work at the Metrodome, right? All right. From time to time yeah. I would, for a volunteer organization. And I used to run the, the steamer for the hot dogs and the mm -hmm. dome dogs and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't like people and I didn't want to be out in front of customers because <laughs> I wanted to smash their heads into the goddamn counter. But people that's person. the first time I found out that a Cleveland steamer is an actual piece of kitchenware. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That's, I mean, that's what you use to cook the hot dogs is a Cleveland steamer. Is it's it, like a big refrigerator looking thing, but it's a steamer. Are and you, you just sure, slide in pans of hot dogs. Are you sure it doesn't function as a hot dog cooker and a sexual Yeah, apparatus? I mean, you take a shit in it, shove your wife in it, <laughs> close the door, turn the no, steamer on. No, you just take a shit, keeps it nice and warm. Yeah. So you could take you it just home to your wife. slide it right onto them. Yeah. You want to hear something weird? I don't know why this reminded me of it. My... My dad gave me these like 1950s Montgomery Wards catalogs, and I was looking through them all, and they have all like the super old appliances and shit. And sure. it's just like, how did they use this shit before? And everybody's got like the pork pie hat with like the oh, weird yeah. suit on. Fucking barbarians back yeah, I then. Know. <laughs> it's just so weird to look at. It's disgusting. And, and like the woman's lingerie is just, for some reason, they had all. Had like cone, yeah. cone bras. Yeah. I it seems they like turned, that'd be uncomfortable. They turned them in like fucking torpedo tits. <laughs> like it seems like that's done now. But back in the fifties, if you look at naked chicks from the fifties, yeah. they all like those fucking long torpedo tits. Do you think that's just from the bra? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know anything. Boobs aren't shaped like that naturally, Cody. <laughs> I don't well, know. No, I know be. that, but I'm just saying. You think? No, that's they all the bra. To the bra while they're growing. We're not women. We don't wear bras. But. Well, I don't know. The Chinese people wrapped their girls' feet in fucking cement so they didn't get big, <laughs> oh. right? Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. Because yeah. small feet are attractive, so they, like, destroyed their children's feet. That doesn't feet. sound like a good idea. Yeah. Ancient Chinese secret, <laughs> huh? Do you guys know what that's from? Uh, dude, where's my car? No, it's an old-ass laundry commercial <laughs> where this lady goes to drop her clothes off. And the guy's like, oh, I will take care of your laundry. And then she I'm like, guessing this is an older commercial. Yeah, like 80s. <laughs> okay, like yeah. Adam just said. Okay. Oh. So so she, ta- she gives her the gives him the nasty laundry. Says like two days later, she comes back. Oh, your laundry, madame. Oh, it's so clean. Ancient Chinese secret. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? <laughs> It's a great commercial. I want you to put that as the cold open this week. Okay. All right. We'll get extra. And cut most of that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't want everybody to think you're ranting racist? No. (laughs) It's fine. Okay. And with all that out of the way, welcome to another episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that uploads weekly. Who knows what it'll be be about? Certainly not me. Uh, I didn't even know for (laughs) real this time because I sat down and said, what are we recording today? I have no fucking clue. You know what Cody told me? The man sitting across mm-hmm. from me right now, he said... All secret. He said, ancient Chinese secret, <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, what he said I to me vouch. was... What he said to me was, you and Jordan don't get to see the notes. No. This is an actual secret episode. Right. So that's Cody. And Cody, how was your week? Uh, it was great. As great as working can be, I sure. guess. Uh, no, it was good. It was all right. It was fine. Okay. Nothing Thank, uh, nothing spectacular. You're a fountain of just mm. hilarity right now. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm not funny. You're doing good. I love you. <laughs> Across from me again, but next to Cody, is Jordan. <laughs> Hit it up hard. Uh, Jordan, I want you to tell me uh, something about your week. Uh, something about my week? Hmm. Oh, he's exciting, too. Look at him. Yeah, no, it, it was a pretty good week. Long work hours, but, you know. Got some time to just relax. Bait. Bait. Good. Go away, baiting. Mm. I don't know if I talked about this yet, but if we have any listeners in Minnesota, Druid is playing our <laughs> album release show. When? Black Friday. When? Where? Amsterdam Bar and Hall in St. Paul. 
Amsterdam Bar and Hall in St. Paul, the Druid record release party, Black Friday. What time does that kick off? Uh, the doors are at 5. <laughs> 5 p.m. Black Friday. Go get your TV and then go to the Amsterdam Bar and Hall in St. Paul to see the Druid record release party. What's if, the c- admission? Uh, it is $10 advance, 15 day of. I'm obviously going to pay for you two to come. Wow. Don't tell the audience that we're getting VIP treatment. <laughs> Journey. But no, it, it's going to be a super stacked lineup. Some of the best locals in Minnesota. Awesome. We were able to get on there to play with us. Awesome. Are we metal enough for that? You will be. We're Sh- pretty vanilla, plain motherfuckers. Should we bring the setup and record a special Between the Bumbles <laughs> yes. at Jordan's record release party? Yes. Okay. We're going to do that then. Can- we'll oh, go God. backstage because there's actually like a green room area at Amsterdam. <laughs> cool. Live on cool. the scene at we can get, release Dude, party. we can get like your other bandmates in there too or something. Oh, yeah. Get oh, like fuck. all the locals be like, here we have Austin Scherzberg from Zealot. <laughs> well, shit. All right. Let's, all right. Uh, we'll work on that later, but that's an exciting prospect already. So, thank you. With all that out of the way, Cody, I'm leaving the story in your ample hands because at this point, what the fuck else am I going to do? Right. You won't even let me I see am, the note. You know what else no. you're going to do, Adam? You're going to sit there and be handsome. All that's right. Where, that's where you're best at, my friend. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to sit here, shut up, and be handsome. Now, the reason I'm not sharing the notes is because we're covering Urban Legends. Shit. Which is, of course, going to be right. the last episode of our spooky month. Oh, I thought you were going to say the podcast. I thought you were shutting us down. <laughs> no, 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 no. This okay. is the only thing holding my lifeline together okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but we all know what urban legends are. Uh, they're fun. They're cute. They're funny. They're everything you could ask for. Um, a lot of pe- A lot of they're covered a lot. I tried to do a little bit different approach. We got some that are going to be silly. We got some that are going to be just fucking stupid. Maybe some creepy, some interesting. We're cool. going to have a smorgasbord. And we're going regional too, right? Uh, for some of them. Okay. For some of them, but I'll let you know which ones those are. The reason you can't see the notes because I'm reading the tale, and you guys are going to say whether you think it's plausible or not plausible or whatever you want to comment on. Right. Sure. I'm going to go into this with an open mind for once, Cody. I'm not going to be a well, closed-minded man. We're going to start off with a banger that I think you're going to like. I'm ready. It's called... The Twinkie Defense. Ooh. All right. (laughs) Okay. White, a former San Francisco city supervisor who had recently resigned from his position, entered San Francisco City Hall by climbing through a basement window and then shot and killed both the mayor, George Miscone, and his supervisor, Harvey Milk, after White's... What? Hold on. The Harvey Milk? Let me finish the tale. Okay. After White's subsequent trial for the murders, a new term entered the American lexicon, the Twinkie Defense. This phrase came to represent the efforts of criminals to avoid responsibility for their actions by claiming that some external force beyond their control had caused them caused them to act the way they had, and it arose from the successful defense mounted by White's legal team that White's eating of Twinkies and other sugar-laden junk foods had diminished his mental capacity. Okay, so yes, you can apply that to almost anything like heavy metal, where that right. was the thing that like heavy but metal the, rocks. The question and kills is, you. was did someone actually try to use the Twinkie defense? Uh. Is it plausible that a man got out of a double murder because he ate 
too many Twinkies that drove him into a no, no, <laughs> maddened no. wild state. No, no judge or jury would ever, <laughs> would ever allow that sort of nonsense. You know, my mind tells me no, but my heart tells me yes. So you're because, yes. <laughs> well, let me explain my yes. Come on, let's hear it. His blood sugar spiked. And that caused some kind of weird mental state in him where he's like, Oh shit, yeah, let's fucking do this, let's go, blah, 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 blah. Mm. So. He went into a diabetic murder <laughs> frenzy. Exactly. It happens all the time. Yeah, that's common. Is Harvey White the guy with, uh, they Harvey made him, Milk. Harvey Milk. Uh, Sean Penn played him? Yeah. Is that him? Mm. Okay. I don't know. I think so. Mm, yes. Let's assume so. Yes. <laughs> all right, the answer Neither White nor his defense team ever claimed that White's consumption of junk food had wrought psychological or physiological changes in White that caused him to act in a way inconsistent with his, quote, normal behavior when he shot George Miscone and Harvey Milk. Adam got it right. All right. White's defense was that he had been suffering from a long-standing untreated depression that diminished his capacity to distinguish right from wrong, and thus he was not capable of the premeditation required to support a charge of first-degree murder. Dr. Martin Blinder was called as a witness by the defense Oi, to testify. Oi, that's a real blinder, mate. <laughs> Peaky fucking blinders. Oi, mate. I want you to put 30 oh, Tom Hardy. On, I want you to put 30 on the prize waste horse down at the tracks today, my boy, because wait, that's a guaranteed win, you don't understand? <laughs> I took her down the main street, down the east end, <laughs> I and don't I had even a know Chinese trick right done to her. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you just said there. Continue about the Peaky Blinder, please. (laughs) Dr. Martin Blinder was called as a witness by the defense to testify that the conversation of the previously health-conscious white to a diet of Twinkies and other junk food was evidence of his depression. All right. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. He he ate his depression away, I guess. Yeah. Through Twinkies and... Quote, other junk foods. That was the spookiest thing I've ever heard <laughs> for spooky Well, I month. think you should try that if you ever decide to kill somebody. Just say, too many Twinkies. All right. Too many Twinkies. Hey, speaking of Twinkies, have you tried the fudge-covered ones that they have? No. No. Dece. They're every, decent. Every time I hear Twinkies, all I think about is Zombie Zombieland. Land. Yeah. yeah. Woody Love Harrelson. Definitely. God, he's so fucking Definitely. cool. So, there we go. That's solved then. Yeah, the Twinkie defense. I've, I swear I've heard of that before. I have never heard of that before. The Twinkie defense <laughs> rests. <laughs> All right. You want the snacks? Here we You can can't handle, handle the snacks. Oh, fuck. All right. Number two. The, number two. The brain drain. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this sounds like me anytime I try to think. Sounds like me every time I bust a nut. <laughs> on a very hot day, on her way into a supermarket from the parking lot, a woman notices another woman bent over the steering wheel of her car, holding her hand on the back of her head. Vaguely upset by the sight, she checks the car again on her way out with her groceries and sees that the woman is still in the same posture. So she taps on the window and asks if she needs some help. The woman in the car, still bent forward, still with one hand on the back of her head, gasps, Call 911! I've been shot in the head and my brains are coming out! Sure enough, a gray... Viscous substances oozing out between her fingers. The other woman rushes back into the store to summon help and to call 911. When the police, store manager, and paramedics crowd around the car, 
One of the emergency workers opens the door and very carefully pries a woman's fingers apart. He then looks up and laughs. A can of Pillsbury Pop and fresh biscuit dough in the woman's groceries bag on the back seat of her car had exploded in the heat. (laughs) The can slid and the top biscuit in the can had stuck to the back of her head. (laughs) Okay, have you ever heard of this urban tale before? I have not heard of the biscuit gunshot conspiracy. No. (laughs) When I read this, I couldn't quit laughing. I'm like, you have to be absolutely idiotic to think that's your fucking brains coming out of the back of your head. Fuck. Is this the story of the JFK assassination? (laughs) It was just... Because it is just a hoax. It was just Pillsbury Pop and fresh biscuit dough. Blew his fucking head off. (laughs) All right. Is this true? Adam's going to go first. Um, Right? Is that this game? Yes. Okay. Is this true? No. This is a fun story. Okay. That's passed around. Jordan. I'm I'm in the same boat as Adam. As much as I wish this was real, I just don't see it actually happening. <laughs> so, uh, when I was talking getting tattooed, I was talking to Travis about this one, and he said this was like an internet rumor that was going around, so he had heard of it before, but uh, it seems to be just made up horse shit. Uh, Apparently, paramedics like to tell each other this is like a stupid joke or something. But otherwise, I've never, I couldn't find any tangible story this is, that this uh, actually exists. This is a forward I'm pretty sure I got from my grandma at one point. So, what? Yeah. She used to love the forwards. What do you mean the forward? Email. Oh, yes. Forward yes, yes, like the, yes. Uh, chain God, emails. it's been a while since you've like been there. Uh, like, don't open this email yeah. because it'll yeah. give you every single it'll virus give, known to man. You'll laugh shit. so hard. No, yeah. not even. Just like text based emails. Hey, leave that light yeah, off. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah, leave it off. Let's play in the dark here. All right. Now we have the bungled rescue of the cat. During a British fireman's strike in 1978, when the army took over firefighting duties, an elderly London woman requested help to get the cat out of her tree. Okay. An army unit responded and rescued the cat using a ladder truck. The grateful pet owner invited the men in for a cup of tea, Ooh. but driving off afterwards in their trucks, they ran over the same cat and killed it. Oh. <laughs> 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 thanks but no thanks kind of thing yeah all right because they're just idiots hey you're welcome <laughs> fuck you uh, all right uh great story didn't happen jordan you know as much as i don't want to say this sparkles dead as much as i don't want to say it because i hate seeing animals die and whatnot or get killed especially by getting run over <laughs> yeah that's brutal I'm going with yes, it's true. Damn. Uh, okay, the cat part is not. The strike part and the bungling is right. The strike, again, overpay, started on November 14th and lasted for nine weeks, stretching over Christmas and New Year's Eve. And New Year's, I guess. <laughs> the union- <laughs> no, just New Year's Eve, yeah, not New Year's. That's anyway. when it ended. <laughs> the unions were calling for a 30 30- cent per day pay increase, but their demands were turned down by the Labour government. Among the worst fires the army had to attend in Scotland was a blaze at a warehouse in Glasgow's Bridge Street, which closed the city centre for several days. Soldiers were blamed for allowing the almost extinguished fire to flare up once again. Wow. I think it killed like 16 people, something like that. So, Damn. So, uh, yeah, apparently... 
firefighters go on strike and the army's not to be trusted with firefighting duties. We so. can't trust the army with anything. <laughs> I figured if they pull up to a cat in America, they just blow it out of the tree and say, have so. a nice day, Patriot man. Patriot missiles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I really like this one. Number four. four. The butcher's prank. Okay. <laughs> a fun-loving butcher arranges a wiener, a sausage, or a cow's udder inside his pants... So, so that about two inches protrude through his unzipped fly. Mm-hmm. When a customer discreetly calls attention to the supposed dangling appendage, the butcher says, Oh, it's that darn thing hanging out again. And then slices it off with a meat cleaver. <laughs> the customer faints, sometimes even dying from the fall or a heart attack. Whoa. <laughs> there goes another customer. It's a joke gone wrong, you know? Uh, that, I hope he got money first before they died. Man. Cody, I need this to be true because that is the epitome of comedy. That yes. is number one, top of the charts. I never, I, if somebody did that to me, I would laugh so fucking hard, be, I would probably die. I just picture butchers, like that's their humor. That's what they do. Because yep. that's what I would do. I dangle sausages oh, all out yeah. of my pants all the time. What do you think, Jordan? Dude, I hope... The sausage and cleaver part is true, and the fainting and dying is not. (laughs) Well, let's read here. Okay, this is according to George Tobin of Milford, Delaware. He tells his relatives this story. Uncle Johnny was a small-town Maryland butcher. He claims his uncle would place a cow's udder in his pants and pull the nipple through the pee hole, then proceed to place his apron over the top, then head out for his meat deliveries, and upon reaching the residence of a few widows, he would lift the apron and cut the te- teeth off. Tobin said, quote, The woman screamed and fell to the road in a cold faint. Wow. So he's claiming his uncle used to do this shit. Wow. So, so good on you, sir, Mr. Hell uncle yeah. Johnny. So, Luce, yes, Adam, we'll take that as a win. <laughs> yep, that's a win. If we can trust Mr. George Tobin of Thank Milford, you, Delaware. Uncle Tobin. So. Milford, Delaware, that's... That sounds like a trustworthy town. That's definitely. That's old money East Coast trustworthy right there. All right. You guys are definitely going to know this one. Okay. The dog in the high rise. A man comes to pick his date up whom lives in an apartment in a high rise. While she is getting ready in another room, he tosses the ball for her dog to fetch. On the third throw, the ball bounces out the open door onto the balcony and over the railing onto the street below. And, of course, the dog jumps after it. Mm. What do you think, Adam? Like Eric Clapton's son. <laughs> no, uh, something about Mary. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that too. Okay, you got really dark there, yeah, but I don't sorry. think he was chasing a ball. Would you see me in heaven? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this is not true. The dog didn't jump out the window. Absolutely not true. Um. Okay, so... This is author Truman Capote. Truman Capote! Hey, uh, another dead celebrity. Yep. Uh, I still not need that to Eric Clapton's it. dead, but... Yeah. No. I still need to read his But his, his son book. is. I need Philip to... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's dead. I'm assuming Truman Capote is dead, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, he told a story about a blind date a friend of his once had. When the friend arrived, his date wasn't ready and invited him to wait in the living room while she finished dressing. She had a Great Dane, and the man amused himself while he waited by tossing a ball to the dog and waiting for him to retrieve it. By accident, he threw the ball out the window, 
and the dog went after it all 18 floors down. Fuck. When his date came back into the living room, the man never said a word about what had happened. He couldn't think of anything to say. Yeah. After Capote told this story, comedian Ellen May suggested what he might have said during dinner. Ellen volunteered he could have looked up at his date and said, you know, your dog seemed very depressed to me. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. <laughs> See, of course, suicide meme man over here, he's dying laughing. That's fantastic. Good job, Truman. Um, so this one's gray, a gray area because uh we don't know if he was joking. He was an author too, so, so it's like you his don't know job if he is was to trolling lie. and shit. Yeah, but I looked up a lot dogs if you put them on the balcony some of them they just jump off on their own God. like you don't have to throw a ball there's God. a lot of stories the dog just jumps off you see a squirrel down there some he just jumps off himself like i was reading through like dog owner forums about this like hey my dog just jumped off the balcony he's got all legs broken and like it is really sad but, have you uh, ever heard of the call of the void no it's a phenomena in humans where like, if you're looking over an edge up on a high place or something, okay. and you feel like this voice that tells you, like, just jump. Yeah. Just jump. Just jump. <clears throat> See what happens. I think that's, like, a weird curiosity. Like It is. I don't think dogs did, have that. Would... I think no. dogs are just stupid as shit. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I think there's... <laughs> Let's not berate dogs here. <laughs> no, that's I love, not what we we're all, here for. We all love dogs, obviously, but if they see something they want down there, they... is Do they have depth perception? I like, have no idea. Can they tell that it's high, like really high? I kind of wonder about Based that. on the Rugrats, I think they see in black and white. And <laughs> That's all their... the only thing I would trust. Yeah, Rugrats. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Did they, did they have a Rugrats all grown up? Yeah, well, teen. Rugrats, teen. like okay. high school or whatever. All right, I've never seen that. Anyway, number six, the dormitory surprise. Forgetting that it was Visitor's Day. I wish Day. this was the dormitory invasion. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Dorm invasion? What? What? It's porno. Oh, oh, you mean like College Fuckfest. Yeah, or Dorm Invasion. Is it yeah. Dorm Invasion? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I only remember College Fuckfest, and they were always at Texas for some reason. Anyway. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> it's almost like it was staged. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're saying that's nuts. That's not real? No, it's real. That, okay, that really good, happened. Good. <laughs> All right. Forgetting that it was Visitor's Day, one resident of a men's dorm went down the hall to the shower leaving his two roommates chatting in the room. Coming back, wearing only a towel, the freshly showered man heard voices coming from the room oh and assumed it was his roommates still chatting. He decided to make a dramatic entrance. He whipped the towel off, held his penis in one hand, kicked the door open, Risky play. and jumped in yelling, Bang, bang, you're all dead. Risky play. <laughs> <laughs> the voices he heard, however... Were those of his mother, father, and hometown girlfriend who had just arrived to visit him. <laughs> okay, so this is clearly ripped from Van Wilder 3, Apu's Quest, or whatever the hell the name of that movie was. I don't even think they made a third one. Oh, is that 2? Rise of Taj? Yeah, Rise of Taj. There you go. Or no, maybe 2 was the prequel. 
Maybe there was a third one. Oh, fuck. Who knows? Who knows? I only like the first one. Fuck the other ones. Yeah. Anyway. It was Ryan Hottie. Who Ryan. knows? The original was based off Burt Kreischer's life. So, Jordan, did you do this? Did this happen to you at Hey, all? can we talk about Vian Wilder era Tara <laughs> Reed real quick? Yeah. yeah. Super show. hot. Super hot. Don't say that fucking Craig shit. Oh, I'm so- Smoke sorry. Smoke show? Yeah. You don't like Smoke Show? You don't like Smoke Show. You don't like Sneakerhead. Listen, Smoke Show <laughs> is K-Fan Craig Maplebeck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, yes. meat sauce okay. fucking. Okay, all right, I get it now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I should pick up on that. I listen to that shit way too much. Yeah. Just because I get tired of the other stations. Anyway. She was dick plowing material. She was so beautiful back then. And that husky, like, smoker voice, too. Mm-hmm. That did it for You me. like that raspy voice? Lindsay Lohan, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. But she actually is, like, a... Crack smoke, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. But I think Tara Reid was, too. Yeah, I think so. I, think I remember she, she had her, her nipple out at one point. On oh, the yeah, with her botched-ass uh, boob job. If you watch, like, American Pie Tara Reid and then put on, like, Sharknado 4, you wouldn't even, you'd assume it's, like, her mother or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Some, she aged very fast. Anyway. Beautiful girl back then. Jordan, has this ever happened to you? So not the <laughs> exact same circumstances. <sighs> But I have definitely done some shit like this with my friends before. Okay. <laughs> you're just lucky your mom wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, bang, bang, you're done with your dick in your Yeah, hand. luckily, it did not turn out that way for me. I mean, it, but, is, a, it is a classic. But a handful of my friends it, it have is. definitely seen my dick because of this kind of bullshit. <laughs> Adam, what do you think? Uh, true. I'm going to say true. Okay. I couldn't find a single news story or anything, but I think this would be kept into a personal joke uh we all know colleges have crazy shit i'm gonna assume it's probably happened at some point i mean maybe not the bang bang you're dead but someone charged in naked their parents were there it happens it happens happens. we're humans all right now we're getting a little those are silly ones we're getting a little more serious No, no 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 more serious ones not that serious okay the fatal golf tee. Okay. Now, now <laughs> right. this is serious, boys. I'm, I'm into it. I'm fucking invested. An avid golfer plays the game frequently and is in the habit of putting the tee in his mouth mm. after his first shot. I've heard this shit And keeping before. it there during the whole game. Mm. Eventually, he dies from the pesticides that were transferred from the golf course via the tee into his body. Sure. Has this happened before? No. Absolutely not. Uh, You guys are in for a surprise. In 1982, Navy Lieutenant George M. Pryor, age 30, played 36 holes of golf at the Army-Navy Country Club in Arlington, Virginia. Even before the last hole, Pryor was complaining of a headache. By nightfall, he was feverish and nauseated and had developed a rash. Four days later, Pryor was in... Bethesda Naval Hospital, Mm -hmm. with a temperature of 104 degrees, his body was covered with blisters. He died 10 days later after a toxic toxic substance had burned the skin from 80% of his body and caused his major organs to fail. The toxic substance was determined to be the Kentinal, an FDA-approved fungicide that had been sprayed on the Army-Navy golf course twice a week. Pryor apparently had a hypersensitivity to the chemical used in the fungicide, causing a severe re- allergic reaction. His widow filed a $20 million lawsuit against the manufacturer, Diamond Shamrock Chemical Company, 
This lawsuit was eventually settled out of court. Nice. For an undisclosed amount of money. That's great. You know, I'm glad the FDA can approve that, <laughs> but uh, they're fighting tooth and nail to fuck up vaping for people that are trying to quit using tobacco products. So oh, that's yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. My mom. Yeah, you my know mom what? Just... I'm taking their lead and not quitting tobacco products. There you go. What about your mom? I said she just warned me about vaping today, even though she vapes too. <laughs> She's like, it's the fruits. It's the fruit flavors. They're more dangerous than all the other ones. Okay. All right. All right, Joe. You all got right. it, Joe. Hey, Joe. We still like you. <clears throat> yep. Nah, I love my mommy. Even though you're a tinfoil hat wearer, no? <laughs> yeah, I don't even ask her about her, her new conspiracy theories. I don't want to Why go down. not? I don't want to go down that You know I want to hear about this. Well, tell you what. When you see her, you can talk all day about it. Yeah, I fucking will. You probably will. I think so. I I mean, I think it would be important that we do that. An expose. She can tell us all (laughs) All the shit we need to be worried about. You're too old for that, Mom. Anyway, number eight. The ghostly videotape in 1990 when the 1987 film Three Men and a Baby was released on videotape. Oh, yeah. People began to notice for the first time a ghost image, apparently, of a young boy in the background of one scene. Stories develop explaining that the son of the owner of the New York apartment used in the film had committed suicide there and had returned as a ghostly presence that could be only seen in the film. Some viewers thought they could also see the rifle he had used to kill himself alongside the spirit. Others claimed that the supposed ghost was merely a young relative of film directors Leonard Nimoy, who had been promised an appearance in the film. I didn't even know he was a director, but anyway. So I have to think? I have to recuse myself from this one, as I already know the answer. Okay. We- no. <laughs> Good answer, Joe. Good job. Congrats. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like that Wizard of Oz shit. Yeah, I had to fill you in on that. Anyway. I knew about that. The film's producers explained that the New York apartment was actually a soundstage located in Toronto, and the image was due to an out-of-focus image projecting the cardboard cutout of one none other than Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Danson. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Ted Danson. Yeah. Ted Danson. Whatever. It's not He's Carmel got a big Danson. fucking head. He's it's got a Ted big Danson. four fucking Not head. Ted Danzig. Yeah. He, he, he's awesome in uh, Curb, though. Singing oh. such hits as Father. Father. <laughs> tell your uncle not to walk to me. I think this next one's going to hit close to home, Adam. All right. The Kidney Heist. Oh, yeah. Organ harvesting, baby. Let's go. <laughs> a friend told me... That a friend of his was in Chicago on business. And oh, decided- friend of a friend. Yep, that's that starts off on a good note. Yeah, this we, is true. We can trust hearsay, all right? Definitely. And decided to go out to a Rush Street bar. He picked up a beautiful young woman, and yeah. they eventually retreated to, to his motel. Ooh. The next yeah. morning, the man woke up Ooh. with a splitting headache. And there was blood all over the bed sheets. Yeah. The woman was gone. Yeah, they just got fucking freaky. <laughs> it's a good ass night. <laughs> it doesn't take long for him to discover a freshly stitched incision on his side, and by some means or other, the man eventually reaches a local hospital where he finds one of his kidneys has been removed. He is told by the hospital staff. He is told by the hospital staff that the operations was performed very professionally. And that his kidney is probably headed for sale on the black market. Oh. True 
or not true, Random. Come on, Cody. I don't have this is this sucks. That was a bad one. <laughs> no, that's not true. What kind of fucking surgeon is performing that in ho- hotel rooms? Okay. We found out. And that if it they're was not the- a surgeon, they just randomly know how to take out a hold fucking on, kidney. Hold on, let me read we you found this. out it was the kidney surgeon on staff at this very <laughs> hospital. Dr. Klein's at it again. Anyway. Dr. Hot Whore that tricked you into passing let me, out let your me motel. Tell you a, Dr. A, McDreamy. Yeah. Now, let me tell you about a real doctor here. On January 24th, 2008, police teams from Harana and Uttar Presh raided a residential building and a guest house owned by Amit Kumar. Okay, so this is not in America. No. Perfect. Not Chicago, then. Not Chicago. All right. Stealing kidneys, yes. According to the... Of course organs get (laughs) harvested, but not on Rush Street. (laughs) Yeah, basically, uh, while the Chicago incident obviously didn't happen, and there's no records of it happening in America, because from what I was reading, if they took your kidney in a hotel room, you're probably going to end up dead. You're not going to wake up. No shit. So, yeah, yeah. but there was a man, a doctor in India named Amit Kumar who was tricking, uh, I don't know, poverty-stricken people into coming to his clinic. Sure. Stealing their kidney we'll and out. then selling them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. We'll get you all your shots and I whatever think, you need. I think that was on Vice, wasn't it? I don't know. You know, organ it very well may real. have been. Yeah, that's it's fucking horrible. But it's anyway, awful. he's in jail now, so. But he claims he'd done up to 600 kidney, kidney transplants. Wow. And he was uh, not a, what did they call it, a uh, board approved or, organ, organ removal specialist okay. or some shit. So he was just doing it. Well, it can't be that hard, right? If I can change my water pump, I can probably well, take you out a kidney. you want you to let, let them try, or let you try this on them and see how it Don't goes. Don't you remember when Adam? you woke up in your shower with yeah. ice cubes all over? I already did, bro. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need I, that I kidney I will be anyway. willing to be your second test subject. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I think I got it down now. My hands finally stopped shaking. <laughs> All right, now we got one from Adam's favorite place in the world. Uh, Hogwarts? The, <laughs> close. The Alice Killings. The story of the Alice Killings is one of Japan's most famous urban legends, oh. as well as one of its newest. The legend revolves around a series of killings that supposedly occurred between 1999 and in 2005, the victims had no relationship to one another. The killings seemed to be unrelated in every way, but they shared one haunting similarity. What was it, Cody? A single playing card was found on each body with the word Alice written in the victim's blood. For the unsubstantiated urban legend, the specifics of these murders are very consistent right down to the names and grisly details of the murdered victims. The uniformity of this legend, as well as its popularity, is most likely thanks to the internet. Sure, the great, the great information distributor. So, do you think this is plausible? Yeah, I, I think it's plausible, and I think it happened. That's what I think. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, uh, you're right. The story is actually true. Alfredo Galan Sotillo. What? Better known. So, an Italian living. Hold in... on, let me read about him. Better known as the murderer of the deck of cards is a serial killer convicted to 142 years and three months for six murders and three attempts of homicide. He killed his victims with a tok- tokarev 
TT33 gun? I think it's just an AK. Tokarev. Tokarev. No, it's a pistol. Is it a pistol? Yeah. Okay. He brought to Spain from Bosnia when he was in the military. He is famous for his curious way of marking his murders with playing cards. Mm, so he so wasn't from Japan, Japan but it okay. was a Bos- uh, Spanish man. Sorry. Very cool. So, well, I don't know if it's very cool, but yes. <laughs> so, did Alfredo eventually get shot up at a uh, toll stop? You can't trust Fredo. I'm no. missing the meme here. Fredo's a goddamn narc, man. He broke my heart. This Cody, is going so far over my head, I have no idea. You've never seen The Godfather? No. You broke my heart, Fredo. I didn't want to admit that on record here because well, now you've you get broken chast- my heart, Everybody Cody. gets fucking Beloved chastised. Beloved listeners, for that. I'm sorry, we have to kill Cody tonight. Everybody gets fucking chastised for not watching that goddamn movie. Series. Uh, you should be because it's a, you know what I mean. It's a you fucking even masterpiece. Seen Space Jam, so you shut up. What? You haven't seen Space Jam? Adam hasn't seen Space Jam. Sure, never seen it. I just watched it on Saturday. All right. According to this legend, a video game called Polybius was released for about a month in 1981 in Portland, Oregon. The game was designed by the government to be a psychological experiment. Okay. It functioned like a drug, okay. and it gave its players seizures and nightmares. Government officials would come in and extract information about the players through the arcade machine. Was this true? No. <laughs> yes. I do not put it past the government. <laughs> you see where your mind's at, Jaren. While this particular game is not real, one was the game Tempest, which did cause epileptic reactions, and motion sickness among some players when it was released in 1981. Another was the FBI agents did inspect an arcade around the same time, investigating reports of gambling, though. Not like trying to get people's fucking information or whatever. I don't think they care about a bunch of little shits playing arcade game. They just don't want people to gamble without them being able to get their cut. Don't people get sick from playing VR now? Yeah, probably. (laughs) I can see that shit being nauseating. It is. It can be. I've never done it, but I've always heard people saying. You should. Everybody should. All right. The backseat killer. A friend stopped at a pay at the pump gas station to get gas. Once she filled her gas tank, and after paying at the pump and beginning to leave, the voice of the attendant inside came over the speaker. He told her that something happened with her card and that she needed to come inside to pay. Sure. The lady was confused because the transaction showed it was complete and approved. She relayed that to him and was getting ready to leave, but the attendant once again urged her to come in to pay or there'd be trouble. She proceeded to go inside and started arguing with the attendant about his threat. Bad idea. He told her to calm down and listen carefully. He said that while she was pumping the gas, a guy slipped in the backseat of her car on the other side and the attendant had already contacted the police. She became frightened and looked out in time to see the car door open and the guy slip out. Oh. The report is that the new gang initiation is to bring back a woman and or her car. One way they are doing this is crawling under the woman's car while they are pumping gas or at a grocery store in the nighttime. 
The other way is slipping into unattended cars and kidnapping the woman. That was a trigger warning. You Why did you put this? Please pass this on to other women yeah, young and old. Of course. It's a fucking forward <laughs> from grandma. You haven't brought up one urban legend. This has been 48 minutes so far of a waste of fucking time. You don't like spend, any of them? You're sending me fucking shit my grandma sent me in 2003. This is fucking dumb. If you don't forward this email, you're going to get possessed by a demon, well, There's going to be a gas station clerk climbing in your backseat if you don't send it to three women you know. This is dumb. Continue. <laughs> okay, are you sure you want to continue, Continue. Adam? Are you sure? You've gotten my dander up this time, Cody. <laughs> Research shows that one true case of the killer in the backseat did occur in it 19- It didn't even ask us if we thought it was oh. true or not. Well, I don't yeah. need to know. His, I don't rant, need... his rant was enough for me That's to right. say no. So you're by proxy with him. You've, you've cast your lot in with me this he time. Sucked what you, the fuck? He sucked you into his orbit. That's you're right. In there. Welcome. <laughs> his shirtless orbit Welcome over there. <laughs> shirtless orbit zone. <laughs> Okay, research shows that one true case of the killer in the backseat did occur in 1964 in New York City. Went on an escaped murderer hid in the backseat of a car. The car, ironically, belonged to a police detective who shot the man. <laughs> so yeah, it did. Oh, I'm, it did. Going, I'm going good, I'm good. Nah, blam! So, I mean, this is probably a mentally insane man, yes. obviously. Yeah. So it's not it's a, a gray area. Yeah, no, not a gang. Initiation. You know what the gang one I always heard was that they hide under your car and cut your Achilles tendon when you're trying to get in. Like that sure. was like a gang initiation. What see, a dickhead! See the one I always heard like about cars and gang initiations was when you see a, a car driving without its lights on. If you flash your high beams, they'll I'd, pull up next to you and blow your fucking head yeah, off. And I, shot yeah, good. dude, I see, I seen that shit all over these yeah. fucking urban legends. Oh, yeah. anyway. This also sounds like the uh, story of the woman who's driving and the person behind her oh, keeps yeah, flashing, flashing his yeah, high yeah. beams. Yeah. So she looks back, and it's because there's the killer in her back seat, and every time he pops up, he's got to flash the high beams. You, you got to. We got to remember, guys. Urban legends are meant to be stupid. Okay. You see what I do is I when you I go out to my to car, women. when I go out to my car every time, I have Max hang out the window of the top floor. He's got an AR covering an ice cone of fire. He starts laying down cover near my car all around. I sprint towards the car. I sprint towards the car with my AR. I dive in the grass and shoot underneath just in case anybody's there. And only then can I get in and go to work. I, I would recommend everybody do that. Is that what you call your neighbor's alarm clock? Yes, that's called rise and shine, cook the breakfast. Oh, God. I could just see you two. Lay down cover fire for me. I'm heading out. Oh, we have walkie-talkies. <laughs> Max, I need you to, no, to lay down some more. Have just tin, Over. You have just a tin cup running down there. Overwatch Max, actual. Max, <laughs> Overwatch actual, I can't hear you. <laughs> All right, so it wasn't a gang initiation, but some crazy guy jumped on a cop's car and then blew his head off. Cool. Anyway, now it's time for my personal favorite. Perfect. Let's see what else Granny sent you. (laughs) If Granny sent you this, she's sick in the head, all right? The tale of accidental cannibalism. (laughs) All right, boy. Soylent green is people. (laughs) All right. Just after World War II, 
in a food package sent by relatives in the United States, a family in Europe, often East European, finds a jar of powder without a label or any note of explanation. Uh Assuming it to be some kind of American instant drink, the family stirs spoonfuls of the powder into hot water and drinks it. In other versions, the powder is used as a cooking spice or thought to be dried coconut, beard flour, or cake mix. Or coffee mix, if you're in the Zach Galifianakis, Robert Downey Jr., and Jamie Foxx movie that Don't, I can't that remember is, the name of. Is that the one where he jerks off in the back seat while they're driving or it they're sleeping? It has to be. I it think has that to is, be. Yeah. Or if you're in the Happy Madison film, Grandma's Boy. I've right? never seen Grandma's Boy. I liked it, actually. Anyway, let me finish. Okay. I'll let- uh, okay, I guess our common gold isn't good enough. Let's go back to what, what my grandma sent me. Go. Yeah. You just said you didn't see Family Guy. Family- <laughs> 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 grandma's, grandma's guy. <laughs> you know, after you first started talking about the powdery <laughs> substance, I just wanted to interject. So bad. And yeah. shut this entire fucking story down. Yeah, it's Why? ashes. It's ashes. Yeah, it's somebody's ashes and some we, uh, somebody at some point in time fucked up and didn't know what they were. Hey, if both of us idiots came to that conclusion, <laughs> our very smart, beautiful audience was Are there before us. Are you saying that if a foreign relative sent you dried coconut, you just dump it in whatever and eat it? When you I think mean, yeah, about I'd, it. I'd sprinkle it over my brownies. I'd dump <laughs> it in my cereal. I'd do whatever I had to do. I might put it in some cookies yeah but you are right that's basically the ending they they're sending the remains of somebody they can't read english they accidentally eat their relative it's a good one uh yes it's happened somebody's eating ashes at some point i'm also gonna go yes on this as we've already said if you uh i was hoping you guys didn't hear this yet maybe you have uh because this happened just recently actually and we i don't know if it's true or not a family in davis is shocked and upset after their son came home and told them about a bizarre incident at a Davis High School. He told them two weeks ago, another Da Vinci Charter Academy High School student brought cookies he had baked with human ashes in them and awesome. passed them around. I Did have you heard see about that. that. I didn't yeah. see it. That was literally just circling around the internet. Wow. Uh, let's see what the cop says. Based on overall circumstances, we think it's credible. Can we confirm 100%? I don't think we can say that. We feel it is a credible statement that it had happened, said Davis Police Lieutenant Paul Dorkashov. But they don't have enough to, like, Well, they don't know if the kid's lying or not, but, like, kids ate these cookies that he brought in. Um, I put some other interesting cats on here. Uh, Not ashes, but it's them tricking other people into eating human meat. Okay. a man named Joe Meth- Methaney is a serial killer who killed 10 people between the 1970s and the 1990s. Okay. He was nicknamed the Cannibal Killer because he opened a meat stand during his killing spree <laughs> and served human meat mixed with pork. Whether his customers ever figured out what they actually had ate remains unknown. Oh, uh, no, I've actually heard about that dude. Yep. He, yeah, he he basically made hamburgers out of them. Can you bounce and back? And, like, that is actually true. Would you be able to bounce back from that, Jordan? Eating a person without knowing it, like, every day? You're like, fuck, I'm going to go get me a, one of them pork burgers from old Methaney's Meat Market. I actually tried. So are are you saying, like, I had if eaten you, a shitload of them? Like, every, that was one of your favorite treats when he opened up after he <laughs> made a kill. 
I found a penis in my sausage. Is I this just, normal? I don't know if I'd be able to psychologically bounce back from that, man. Yeah, that that would be tough if I were like, oh, this is something I really crave. So you think be like, you... oh, I'm some sort of sadistic fuck. I'm a monster now. But you got tricked into eating it. Yeah, just like... Yeah, uh, but the fact that it's... I tried it once, and I was like, oh, this is so fucking good, and kept going back. And then I found out it's human, and it's like, oh, shit. So I actually have two more examples here for you. I have one quick. Yes. Yatso, the clown. He ate meat? Yasin. Yasin, my good friend, Yasin and co-worker. He is a Muslim man. He told yeah. me about one time he went to get uh, biscuits and gravy from a breakfast restaurant, but he didn't realize it was sausage gravy. Oh. <laughs> but after he finished it, his friend was like, hey, I'm pretty sure that was sausage gravy. And he, he said he was mad at first, but then he was like, "Just human. I didn't know. And uh, it was delicious. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say he just pretends it was human meat, not pork. <laughs> That's more acceptable than, yeah. than eating pork. So he knows that pork is delicious. Yeah, he knows it's great, but it's a filthy animal to him. So, <clears throat> All right. Jorge Beltreo Negromonte. Racist. Is, <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. It's his last Cody. name, sir. Is a serial killer who, with the help of his wife and other women in their cult baked his victims into pies, and sold them on the streets of, I'll just say Brazil. It's Sweeney Todd, the (laughs) demon barber of Fleet Street. It is. The local police chief was apparently a big fan of the pies. When he found out what Negromonte and his wife were doing, instead of arresting them, he let them leave in exchange for their property. Negromonte wasn't arrested until after he killed two more people in the city. That sounds like Brazilian justice to yeah. me. Hand over yeah, their house. Just keep, and... keep them pies coming, yeah. baby. And I think by pies, they mean... Um, like what pasties. They... Yeah, what do they call those? You know what I'm saying, right? It's almost like a calzone, but with... Pasties. A Hispanic version, calzone. Empanadas. Empanadas. Empanadas, that's what it is, I'm pretty sure. All right, one last one. Let's do it. The European Parliament published a report about news of human meat being served in multiple restaurants in, I think it's Quata, one of the largest cities in Pakistan. Apparently, people began to realize that something was wrong when they noticed the meat they were served was difficult to eat and smelled bad. The owner of the restaurant where the staged strange meat was served, Ashar Hanan, apparently... Huh? Hasgar. Oscar. Hasgar. Anon. Hanan. I think that's his last name. Apparently received tons of human bodies from an unknown supplier. <laughs> Some people think this bizarre story is connected to the fact that thousands of people have been missing in this Pakistan providence for decades. No investigation has ever been done by the Pakistani government. She. Yikes. Um... You know what else the Pakistani government didn't investigate? 9-11? Where Barack Hussein Osama bin Laden was hiding. <laughs> oh. We had to send in SEAL Team 6, baby. Is that where he was hiding? Yeah. Right across, across the border. Yeah. Mm. In, so you uh, probably should know where he was hiding. Oh, uh, yeah, they did. In fact, they did. And they were probably yeah, I know hiding he, him. I know he had a lot of Pepsi. Listen. I'm in the boat that he was dead for long before SEAL Team 6. But you're a conspiracy theorist. So yeah, I know. Yeah, so do. none of your opinions mean anything <laughs> to anybody ever. 
I'm just kidding, Jordan. That was so. He's on the fence with my mom, so she probably thinks the same thing. But Joanne's a beautiful woman, and Jordan's Mm. a piece of shit. She's an educated conspiracy theorist. Jordan just throws shit at the. She's a beautiful woman. I'm a hideous man. You're all right. You're fine. Yeah, you're. you're I mean, you look homeless today, but that that's fine. You need a haircut and a shave, but Mm. other than that, no, no. (laughs) At least get some just for men for that fucking beard or something. Yeah, it's too many different colors. That isn't black and gray. Yeah, (laughs) you're like oregano. There's like some brown, some blonde. My facial hair is weird. Uh, did we? Um, okay. What was that last one? Accidental cannibalism. Did it happen? Yes. 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 Not the necessary, maybe the ashes, maybe, we don't know yet, that story's still ongoing with the cookies, but uh, people have been tricking other people and eating other humans, so that is positive. What about about that dude who, like, got his foot amputated? I I was going to say, I should have put him in here. Yeah, but he, like, told his friends that it was his foot that he took the meat from, and they were eating it. I thought he and tricked were, them beforehand. No, no, he straight up told them what it was. They all agreed to it, hmm. and then they still charged him. Well, that's not that. That was that's that's consent. I would have probably tried to add him if you offered our foot, your foot. No, not my foot. Well, why not? What's wrong with your foot? I don't know. I don't know. <clears throat> that's why. I mean, it's they're unknown. big. They're probably meaty. Yeah, there's a lot of meat on I mean, those pig's bad feet, boys. Pig's feet are good, right? Yeah, we'll throw it in that crock pot I, for 12 hours. I, cook I don't know if pig's feet are good. Me neither. Yeah, I've never Me eaten neither. them. I no. keep seeing pickled pig's feet. It sounds fucking atrocious. Yeah. I don't no, want pig's foot. I don't want chicken's foot. I don't want frog's <laughs> no. foot. Do people eat chicken's foot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what the? There's nothing on it but, like, yellow skin. That's what they like, talons. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. They like to have a little talon. <clears throat> oh. oh, yucky. Not for you me. You know what? Just give Yucca me a pickled puck. egg, and I'm good. Dude, smoked eggs. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to say smoked oh. eggs. Never had one. Mm, so good. They're fucking Fuck. amazing. And Brad brought in some smoked duck eggs one time. One of his pals <laughs> has a uh, duck farm. Okay. Like one of his relatives. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, they were big. I was expecting them to be like wild duck eggs, so like little mm, fucking tiny eggs. Tiny one. But goddamn, those were good. They were mm. like a dark egg. Yeah, I was going to say, I've had duck eggs that are like dark mm-hmm. They're weird, but... Yeah, try some smoked duck eggs. Do it. Smoked ostrich eggs. Oh. All right. The Devil's Chair. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> the urban legend likely originated in Kirksville, Missouri, where the Devil's Chair, also known as the Bard's Chair in this particular region, cool. was placed in the Highland Park Cemetery by William... Baird, who was a well-known banker in town. The finely detailed chair was sculptured from concrete cement by Charles Grassel of the local Baird and Grassel Marvel Company. Okay. And it was sent to the cemetery as a memorial tribute to William Baird's kin, Anna and David Baird. According to this town's legend, if you sit in the chair at midnight or on a given night such as Halloween, the hand... Of a corpse will rise from a nearby grave no. and pull you all the way down to the depths of hell. No. All right, let's go. I will sit in that <laughs> chair at midnight. Perhaps William Baird himself believed that there was something sinister about the chair, as he is not buried in Highland Park Cemetery, but rather in Forest Leyland Cemetery across town. Leland, I believe. Anyway, he didn't want to be buried next to his chair. Sure. 
the devil's chair. Sure. And uh, I don't know how, Jordan, you should probably know, being a paranormal boy, uh, there's a lot of death chairs around the world. So. Is there really? Yes. A lot of them, like, you touch it, you die. You sit in it, you die. Really? And, like, I've I- actually never heard about those before. Me really? Yeah. That's that's pretty fucking cool. There's, a, uh, there's one, I think it's in England, is really popular. They've made, like, a barrier around it so nobody touches so they don't die. Well, Cody, uh, I believe this is true. <laughs> 100% uh, true. Totally. I think there's reported yep. definite cases of people being dragged to hell by a corpse hand. Oh, yeah. I didn't. And ob- you know what? We're going to go there. We're going to test it out. Obviously. I, I will sit on the chair. <laughs> All right. We're going to Kansas. No, we're going to Missouri. Anyway. Don't get those two mixed up. Boy, do they not like that. No? There was a little incident in the Civil War called Bleeding Kansas, and they, they didn't like that. I think uh, they forgot about it by now. I oh, see. you're right. Probably. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm going to Kansas City. Oh, you're going to Kansas? No. No. Missouri. Missouri. I obviously we don't there's no proof that this actually happened, okay? Thank but you. what yeah, was uh well, something interesting about this particular cemetery? Harry Laughlin, the father of eugenics in the United States, yeah. and arguably one of the largest influences in Hitler's action against Jews is buried in this graveyard. Smart. So maybe he, that evil man is twisting the guard. Fuck. I don't. I Twisted don't know. Twisted fuck yeah. with his fake sh- science. All right, the last one. <laughs> the last one. Today's subject: the Hamburglar. The Hamburger Man. The Hamburglar. <laughs> is Ronald McDonald finally gonna fight him? <laughs> okay. This guy's kind of cool, actually. Known affectionately by the locals as the Hamburger Man, his okay. legend is one of the oldest in the state. Some say he is known by this name because he grinds up his victims in hamburger meat. <laughs> Others claim his name was given to him because his face is so badly scarred that it resembles ground beef. Yeah. It is also unknown if he shares a pulse with those he hunts or a place in the afterlife with those he catches. The two most common details about this myth give him a hook for a hand and a small, run-down shack of a home in the middle of the woods. So it's, I know what you did last summer. But hamburger style. But but burger style. McDonald's That combined with Nightmare on Elm Street, Mm. because Freddy Krueger's face (sighs) looks like hamburger. Right. It's an amalgamation of both of them. That's right. Nice word. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's unknown if the Hamburger Man is either a spirit or if he is a living man, which would make him a serial killer. Um, but yeah, that's the urban legend. Sure. Located in the wonderful state of Kansas. The beautiful state of Kansas. Just like the band. Missouri Jordan, is better. You can Kans- go start a war with them if you'd like. Kansas has a paper mill. That's all I know. It really stunk. <laughs> BTK lived there. Mm. There you go. He might be the hamburger man. Anyway, Jordan. Is, is the, the burger man real? <laughs> Every single fiber of my being <laughs> wants the hamburger man if this to be was, real. If this was like the dark version. So I'm going to say yes. He is very real. Yeah. It's the hamburger, but he's got a hook and he fucks people up. You know what? With the really sad, the really sad. You got a Big Mac and I didn't. (laughs) How dare you? You got a Big Mac and you got me a McDouble, you fucking animal. So is this when he finally snaps? Yeah. Yeah. Or like that purple thing cuts his hand off and Uh, puts a hook on? Grimace. Grimace, okay. 
Not that purple wide set dildo. Yeah. <laughs> like a purple candy corn. Anyway. Well, that's an innocent, much more innocent way to look at it than the, what you're uh, The, uh, the funny thing about this, and I, the pictures for this man is like the worst CGI'd hamburger man awesome. I've ever seen awesome. in my life. But, uh, I couldn't, I literally couldn't even find like, you know, ghost stories. People have ghost stories and shit. I couldn't find nothing. Not one story from anybody. So I think this is just like a cutesy, scared, stay out of the woods story. One of those morality yeah, monster yeah, just, tales. You know what? We're going to Sand Hill State Park in Kansas. and uh, I hope you get ground up into hamburgers. Yeah, so do I. We can't go there because we already have plans to go camping at Skinwalker Ranch <sighs> with yes. Shy and Ashley. Fuck yes, uh, we do. That is going to be a blast. Yes. I'm just going to get really drunk and try to fight a Skinwalker. Yeah. That's certainly fr- a way I to go. I have a feeling, Jordan, you'd be the first one to be scared shitless, pissing sideways. Yeah, I probably would. I'm <laughs> hiding. Bet- I'm hiding behind Shy and Ashley. They're, they, Those girls they are fucking fought, strong. Yeah, they'd break us. They are way more badass than any of us. They're strong as shit. They might have trouble fighting uh, aliens, though. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Dude, just, just give me a fifth of whiskey. I might be fearless. Sure. You're the gonna, old Dutch you're gonna, courage. You're yep. going to bleed to death because your blood's going to be so fucking thin, <laughs> They're going to touch you and you're just going to burst open. <laughs> just <laughs> arterial spray everywhere. Just like rub a twig and all of a sudden it's like, oh God, it's pouring out of me. Like, fuck, Jordan got hit by a skinwalker. <laughs> nope, he, uh, he fucking hit he, a branch. Hey, that might work in our advantage. If we're running from the skinwalker, he'll be too slow and drunk to run, so Perfect. he'll distract him. Perfect. And he'll yeah. be the sacrificial lamb while we get out of there. Listen, it's probably for the betterment of society. We're <laughs> <laughs> removing Jordan from the You gene are pool. such a positive man, Jordan. I you know. can't take it anymore. Jordan... You, you need to be happier because you contribute a lot to me and everyone else. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Right. Correct. Right. Hashtag mental health awareness month. Don't you spread that positivity to me. That's all I can do, boys. <laughs> and with all that out of the way, Cody, is that all the urban legends you have? Yes. Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. There was a few good ones. That was ones a very... I just... Uh... I think it's better when we all laugh. Yeah. yeah. We gotta laugh together. No, it was a very fun episode. That was good. You know what? I, I In my head, I'm like, okay, Jersey Devil... He's been done. Technically, Mothman's been done to death. Uh, what other ones? Is there Nessie? Fucking um, all those. You know, you could, could, the list is everywhere. Um, but yeah, just these are some fun, stupid ones. Yeah, I thought they were funny as fuck. Definitely <laughs> stupid. And I like how you forgot to take off the uh, end of the email on one of them. That was good. <laughs> hey, it just adds to the uh, <laughs> the comedy element. I don't know why this is on here. Why is this addressed to... to Grandma? Grandma? Grandma at AOL.net? I didn't know that was a .net site. Granny, read immediately. You're in danger. <laughs> There's a Nigerian prince who really needs your help. Technically, that was real, because when that guy died, his house was full of cash. Yeah, I know. So, uh, But I don't know if that's I, but the he wasn't one giving it dude away. who was sending it that was all him. out. That was him. <laughs> he wasn't giving it away, obviously. That was him. Well, if that was him, that asshole never emailed me. <laughs> so you know what? Dude with a ton of money, I'm glad you're dead. Me too. Didn't I even s- try to offer it to me. It's the yeah. Powerball drawing tonight. They may, may never hear I don't from have us ever ticket. again. I, I did buy one of those Mega Millions, and I was planning how I'd disappear from everyone I know's life. Oh, yeah. That seems like everybody's game plan. Like, just get out of town. for Forget you even exist. Oh, Disconnect. I, I would live in the Alps. 
Would you change I'd your... I'd give every member of my family a million dollars and disappear. I said I'm going to London, changing my name. See what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? Well, he already looks like a fucking mountain man, so he'll be just fine. That's from the TV edit of Big Lebowski, where he says, you see what happens when you fuck somebody in the ass. <laughs> and the edit is, you see what happens when you see a mountain man? When you find somebody in the Alps. Oh, God. That's almost as bad as the fucking snakes on a plane that's, when they edited that that's one. That's hilarious. Samuel Jackson, that was in his contract that he had to, like, Monkey, he would write in the ones. Mo- Monday to Friday snake. What does he say? Monday to Friday something and other. Monday, I'm sick and tired of these Monday to Friday snakes on this monkey fighting plane or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it was so bad. It yeah. was so fucking bad. No, it's solid. Yeah. So with all that out of the way, we would like to thank you all for listening to another episode of Bumblebutt Podcast. You can find us, uh, you can send us an email at bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. What's that, Adam? Bumblebuttpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at bumblebuttpod and on Instagram and Facebook at bumblebuttpodcast. Instagram, of course, is the main baby. That's where everybody goes to. Cody posts the dankest of shit every day. Oh, yeah. Now, for the most important part of the show, at least if you ask Cody, the iTunes review section. Right, and we got one five-star, non-written, but we did get one five-star written. Yes! And it oh, is a shit. fucking beautiful message from Krufy1022. Perfect. Krufy1022. <clears throat> it says, just started listening today from first episode on, and I love these guys. Just another reason I'm happy to have a cute life that allows me to binge podcasts all day. I feel you. We do that that as well, but we're not trapped in a cube. No. That nine to five grind, though. We all know what that's about. Technically, I'm trapped in a trailer, so. It's cube like, rectangular at the very least. Prison feeling. We don't have windows. It's fantastic. (laughs) We appreciate all of those reviews. Thank you very much. A lot of it. Just just please keep giving five stars. (laughs) Write something out for us. You will get read on the air with one of those. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind. Any star reviews, if you let us know and you like us, there's something in the future that could be uh, coming your way. Oh, yes. You ain't going to like it if they give you a one star. Any star will do. <laughs> we'll, uh, as long as you're comfortable giving us your address. That's well, all there is Wasn't to. that a song in Joseph the and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat? Oh, no, that's any Why dream Why are you watching do. that uh, movie? Because it's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I went and saw that shit live when I was like eight years old with... Donny Osmond. Oh. Oh. That's a good time, Cody. Any okay, dream right, will do. All right, all right. Is that the Jesus one? Yeah, it's okay. based on the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. That's right. All right. The Good Testament, as I like he to call it. He has a coat of many colors. Have it's you good. seen Jesus Christ Superstar? Uh, of course. I haven't okay. seen it, but I have listened to the soundtrack. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Do you really think also, you're what they say you are? Remember when we were talking about, uh, who's the guy who died? Uh, Capote played Truman him? Capote, yeah. No, no, the actor who played him. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, where he was in uh, Along Came, and he's in Along Came Polly, and he's like, yeah, I'm doing the main lead in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. That part's so, f- <clears throat> so fucking funny. <laughs> He's like, cool, what are you doing there? He's like, oh, I'm just improvising, man. I felt the spark I had to go with it, man. <laughs> Improving. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, thanks a lot, and have a good weekend, unless it's Tuesday. 
See ya. Send us an email for that surprise if you leave a review. That's right. Bye. I was trying to make it big for myself. I've been working so hard on myself. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. I've been grinding too hard. I think it's time it pays off. 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 I was always on the move, yeah. I was always on, on my grind. All these suckers hated me, but I was put on her to shine. All you suckers telling me I was never gonna come back, boy, but you whole ass fools around.